The world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Greynor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, the trio discusses their next move, and Zephyr ventures into Lee. Thank you to our backers, Jeremy, Veronica, and Christina for their support. With that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. The chaos of the evening is starting to wind down as the three of you make your way to a table. No sooner than you sit down than three drinks are handed to you. With a wave of the hand from Ed, the, uh, the yellow dragonborn behind the counter who continues to chat with Chiron. Ed! Hey. Thanks. Glug, 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 glug. I f- see Chiron. Do we see Master B or Amarea? Not immediately. Mm, we got rooms, but... though, right? Already? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you want to just... Let's... You want to take our drinks upstairs? It's kind of crowded down here anyway. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. All let's right. just do that. All right. Okay. Uh, Add one more for the road. Upstairs. He eyes you, he looks at Chiron, Chiron gives him a nod, and he he nods and uh, slides three more down the bar, uh, root beer taper style. I've got three more? Okay. Yeah. One for each. Well, I carry one in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll head upstairs. Mm-hmm. I was attacked. I'd like to make sure my god patron was not also attacked. Chiron rushes over and like tells you where your room is, and... Uh, you head on up. It is uh, on the top floor. Uh, you have a suite, so all of you can kind of stay in the same oh, nice. zone. Great. Hi. And you open the door. Uh, Master B is passed out. He's got a, a couple of empty mugs, as well as one of those uh, chocolate eggs that <laughs> uh, the two Wrestle Boys got. Real quick, important roll time. Yep. All right, let's take a look here. Is Master B secretly a wrestle boy? How else did he get an egg? I'll never tell. You see in his hand, it looks like something similar to the head of the tree ant that you got. Yep. <laughs> it's the same model or is there a different one? Is there a series? It's So here's the thing. Gotta it's catch the same all. model. It's the same model, but it's the torso instead of the head. Oh, you can put them together. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Voltron tree ant. 
Well, it's like those Marvel action figures that you can get. That it's like you can get this, but then you can also get like Thanos's like arm, <laughs> and then like you have to buy a bunch of them to be able to make like all of Thanos. I want Thanos's butt. They're selling the uh, what is it? Um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Funkos, and Exodia is one of them. And the person who told me that uh, I told them that if they don't sell Exodia in five parts, then they're cowards. Oh, <laughs> So we found Master B. Do, have we found Amaran? Uh, yeah, you. Uh, there's a couple of rooms leading off uh, on quick examination. Amaran, are you up here? Shh, Master B is sleeping. Master B kind of like grumbles and like stirs a little bit and looks over at you guys. Uh, Amaran Dejani comes out from one of the side rooms. You can see there's a, a couple of beds in there and looks like he had a mug of something and he was sitting at a desk. Yes. What's okay. going on? Are you uh, right? uh, I got attacked and murdered a man. Okay, what? So oh. I wanted to make sure you were good. Uh, uh, one, one more, one more game. Mm. This is why we got many alcohols. All right, let's take a seat and talk about this. Yeah, let's sit down. Uh, maybe not. It, uh, I uh, bail it since he is already I'm hungover. I'm up. I'm up. He's up now. He's the devil. I heard blood. So now I'm up. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, and I look down. I'm like, it's actually this bit of blood is me. Mm-hmm. This bit was the first guy. This bit was the first guy after I made it look like it wasn't me doing the murdering. Okay. All right, soldier, give us your report. I went looking for the uh, uh, clergy on patrol bar. And might have gotten myself a gig as private security for the bad guys, but that's another thing. Uh, and then I got lost coming back here, and then I found the gallows, and it was too quiet, and then I got stabbed in the back by seven people, and then I killed the guy in charge, and then I took his sword and made it look like it wasn't a scythe that did it, because they don't have those here, apparently, and then I uh, uh, attached him to the gallows through the neck with his sword. And now I'm here. So it's a nice, like, 30-second huh. pause of quiet, yes? Of just, like... Certainly. Uh-huh. Oh, like, and I, I might be a crime boss now? Like, minor. Very minor. But I think I have a crew now. There's a lot to unpack here. How was your night? Um, I just pull out the eagle mask. <laughs> uh, ours was eventful, but, um... Yeah, this is a bit more... Uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I really didn't want to kill anybody, because we kind of talked about not right, killing but, people. I mean, by your account, this seems like self-defense. It was, and, you know, I probably could have killed more than one, but I did kind of make it a statement. Were these just, like, random goons? Like... They were a little bit organized, and it looked like I just ended up on the wrong side of town. So it's not like they were targeting you, or like it's not like they were like, ah, you're the guy we're looking for. It was just wrong place, wrong time. They were just trying to hold you up? Well, it was wrong place, wrong time, but he was able to mark me as from not from around here because I carry a scythe. Apparently, they don't have those here. Well. So that's what I've learned tonight. I'm guessing it's more of a... It's not often a soldier's weapon here. Sure. That's but nice. seven guys did jump a guy who looks like me. Fair. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say 
though they marked you as being from Greynor, I feel like this was just they were holding people up and trying to get things from them. Just being shitty. Seemed like a random crime. I think so. But you may want to be careful now, because it sounds like there's a lot of people who may be looking for you. Possibly. Yeah, the others ran away. Uh, I think one of them peed himself, but that was not fun. But I did then at least think, oh, hey, maybe we shouldn't leave the dead man in the street looking like he got killed by a scythe. So I mean, fair, but G- GM question, I guess. Being yeah. being largely from Bulwark, <laughs> the, the capital city of uh, the peninsula, like, even though I kind of was in the ritzier part of town, I'm sure that, you know... Like, what was the crime level in, in Bulwark? Does this, is this at least, like, recognizable as, like, yeah, this happens in cities sometimes? Yeah, it, it would be uncommon in Bulwark. This is, I mean, it, it's more a Larada kind of thing, that kind of crime. Sure. Bulwark being as, you know, militarily governed as it was while you were growing up, uh, things were pretty tight. Uh, to the point of being almost totalitarian okay. at points. Crime did happen, murders did happen, muggings did happen, right. happens everywhere. Yeah. Something like this where you have a larger gang of dudes uh, kind of rolling together, that's... That's uh, not so common. No. Okay. Okay. The guy I killed was the guy in charge of that group, too, so... All right. They'll probably back down for now. That's good. I'd imagine so, and then I also imagine once we are, you know, like, officially announced to the city and people kind of sort of know who we are, that uh, either they'll come looking for us and make a fuss, or they'll never bother us again. Diplomatic immunity. How was that? It's just (laughs) been revoked. (laughs) Yeah! Um, anyway, I don't know what that was. Are you good, by the way? Like, wound-wise? Like, are you... I mean, you're... Uh, the alcohol helps. Alright. Uh... I'll just roll up my sleeves and pop off a second-level cure wounds. Um, oh, thank since, you. Since we're here. I drank my, my sunshine flask, and that helps some, but... Yeah. Go ahead and take 12 back. Great. I'm still hurt, but... Not too bad. Nothing a night's sleep won't take care of. I didn't want, to exactly. I didn't, I didn't want you to stay in the cape. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to stain it either. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right. So my 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 question then, guys, is um, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Short term or long term? <laughs> well, long term, I'm going to end up retiring somewhere uh, peaceful and warm, uh, hopefully with Addy. But- uh, middle term. Middle term? Uh, Short term, like immediately, we're going to go to sleep and mm-hmm. not be hung over for tomorrow. Yes. And I think that we're, if we're going to try to get a lay of the land a little bit, we're going to go way more armed. <laughs> it's it's what? And I kind of looked to Amorea for confirmation like two days until we're supposed to be here officially yes i uh, that is what kaijin said uh two days until we need to be uh uh officially introduced or that is when they expected us right so we did talk about um instead of two days um taking tomorrow and then 
It is certainly an option. Making, quote-unquote, good time would not be a bad look for us if we wanted to, you know, maybe take them a little by surprise that we are here. But at that same token, it would be uh, not a a bad idea to take a, a wider look at what's going on in the city. Either way, I am... I am fine. Anxious to regain what is mine, but I'm fine. Well, I may have found work. You mentioned that. What what kind of work? Well, at the cop bar, there was a very nice bartender that... I don't know if I ever got her name. You didn't. <laughs> hey, what was her name? <laughs> uh, you would have found in conversation that her name was here it is camille there was a very nice bartender at uh, the cop bar uh the uh favor and protection and uh well i found out a couple of things got a lay of the land and uh it seems like most of the organized military forces in the city still do report mm-hmm. to the priests as long as they're paid Makes sense. Guilds are hiring away private mercenaries and anyone that they can take. And the uh, hoity-toities around town are looking for personal private bodyguards. Okay. So I uh, suggested myself for this uh, purpose. And uh, I'm supposed to go back tomorrow. I checked the clock today. (laughs) And uh, she said she'd find see if she could find something for me now it did but it did sound like it would be for the guild half and not the priest half well i'm i'm assuming that you don't want to just make this your full-time job anymore this would be for like information gathering purposes yeah so look i had a i look i have a plan the plan is i put on a different uniform and I don't look like me. I think that's a great idea regardless while we're in this city now. <laughs> yes, and I should have thought of it this morning. That's okay. We were, having, we were having a good time. There was a party. <laughs> and I work for whoever this is, find out whatever I can, see if I could get us an inn somewhere, and I could maybe get us a better idea of the inner workings of this uh, conflict. That's not bad. The only thing I would um, put on the table is that after tomorrow, or today, um, we're going to be introducing ourselves and probably become semi-public figures, at least in the short term. Ambassadors of some sort, at least. Yeah, which might just, which might rub whoever you signed on with the wrong way, and they might feel betrayed by that, and... Try to try to seek retribution. Oh yeah, absolutely. This either ends with us um, joining this person after knowing them for a day, or completely screwing them over. Yeah. I yeah. say we wait and see how long. I guess our intended stay is here, and then we can look for. I guess um, some more extended um, forms of employment. I mean, I don't think I need. Well, I don't think we necessarily need to be employed, so to speak. I was just trying to find a way to get to know the town, I guess. Definitely, yes. Fact-finding mission. I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yes, one of those. I didn't do much scouting. Well, I did, um, but not well, so I was moved off of it. 
How did uh, how did uh, Eagle Times go? <laughs> oh, actually, that was great. Yeah, the Eagle um, crushed them. I did a pretty good job. I kind of swept house. Um, and actually, Hell yeah, yeah. Actually, I uh, on that note, um, I mean, this seemed like a pretty popular establishment, and the people there are are fighters of you know, fair skill, and there's anonymity there, so maybe people would be more willing to talk if there's anonymity involved. And I've kind of got a rapport there now. I could always poke my head in, ask some questions as the newcomer in town. Sure. It might not be a very deep vein, but it's something we can tap. How was your night, Saphir? Oh, it was fine. I just um sort of uh, roused the whole crowd into absolute loving Kerut the Eagle. So you know, a little God. bit of everything for for yours truly. <laughs> so you created a cult? No, more like a started the fandom. Yeah, a, fa- a fan base. A fan b- base. Okay, I established a pretty strong fan base. I think. Did they name themselves yet? They've only had like two hours, so like, well, let's give them time. <laughs> I think they should go with high flyers. <laughs> Fucking Johnny. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty Thank good, you. Johnny. Anyways, uh, let us get some sleep, and then um, we can uh, start the uh, canvassing tomorrow, I guess. Mm-hmm. Works for me. Yeah. Okay. Do, uh, uh, we're probably safe up here, right? I would assume so. We've got a suite. There's five of us. Six of Kyron comes up. We're not supposed to be here this early if anyone's looking for us. You can always have Rogar watch the door or something. Um, yeah. Rogar and Gary can take it in shifts. That, that is a buddy cop movie that I would pay money <laughs> to see. Wait. Maybe I can help. Um, is there like a like a mouse or anything that I around that I could see? Investigation check. Ooh. 16. Okay. Um, how far are you willing to range out? Just within the room. Within the suite. I'm looking for a mouse. Sure. You're, you you scout around for a bit, and the place is uh, pretty well maintained. Okay. Um, and then you get the idea to check in the rafters, oh. and you kind of poke your head up there, and uh, you, boost me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Reach you. You find a little hole, and you like are holding yourself up, and it's really awkward and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Zephyr is like trying to hold you as you root your hand around a mouse hole. And eventually your hand does come out with a little squeaky friend. I'm going to cast Animal Friendship. Well, it does get to make a saving throw the, all the, with all the wisdom save of Mouse. Of okay. Ceiling Mouse. This is your friend. Yay. Um, it's charmed by me for 24 hours. Okay. I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, little guy. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can this mouse just sound like Hugo Weaving from The Matrix? <laughs> Mr. Bulwark. That was a I'm good zag. Surprised <laughs> to hear me? Guys, I think this mouse fucks. <laughs> this mouse fucks. This mouse is a fucking unit. Um, let's Look at the size of this lad. It's a thick lad. Thick with two C's mouse. Okay, um... Um, I say, 
So thick Gary and Rogar walk into a bar. <laughs> um, I say it's. I kind of recall. Wow, you sound cool. Um, it's uh, it's all relative. Fair enough. So um, me and my friends are are staying here for the time being. We're not going to disrupt your activities at all. You keep doing your thing. I will say though. Um, if you see anything, like if you like are are poking around and you see anyone suspiciously eyeing our door, trying to like break in or like things from outside, I got some very, very, very special old cheese for you. You got it, brother. All right, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Hugo. <laughs> uh, Hugo the mouse. Uh, you set him down on the ground. He slips out under the door and he mm. is gone. Cool. So we have a we have a perimeter mouse. Nice. We got a mouse on the perimeter. We got Rogar at the door. We got Gary at the windows. We're fine. Who needs We're the good. alarm spell? We have friends. I do have mm-hmm. I do have a bedtime activity. Yes. Um I'm going to take out Benjamina. Mhm. The Tiny Pony Express. Absolutely. Calling back to conversations that um, Mordecai and Zephyr had with Yandi in the mm-hmm. Fae. Yes. I'm going to write a letter to uh, Colonel K. Coppersot. Oh, yeah. Of Concetre. And um, in short, um, I'm. Because Yandi was set loose from the Hedron. Mm hmm. And I want to, and she mentioned that there are other releases, I think, if I'm remembering properly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I want to send a letter to her to know if the information about my uncle is declassified enough for her to share with me. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not, I'm going to just factor in, like, I would view it as a personal favor, and my father would view it as a personal favor if... I just want to know if he's if he's still locked up. Sure. Absolutely. I'm trying um, to like do that thing where like I want to pry for more information, but I don't want to get too greedy, you know. Absolutely. So I'll kind of leave that in her court to disseminate. So I'll I'll write that letter. I'll mm-hmm. scritch the little uh figurine of the pony under the chin and it becomes a full-sized pony. <laughs> yes, a full-sized miniature pony. I'll uh, slip that little note in the saddlebag and say it's like, before you go, and I kind of just get down on a knee in, in front of her and scritch your ears. I just wanted, mm-hmm. to, I just wanted to say that I've missed you. <laughs> All right, get out of here. You're a good horse. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. You blink, it's gone. Never gets old. Never gets old. Uh, Zephyr, do you know bedtime activities for I you? mean, my, my usual bedtime activities, so... Masturbate. Moisturize. <laughs> moisturize. Say some prayers masturbate. to my weird technology god. The three M's. Moisturize, meditate, masturbate. There you go. Not necessarily in that Not order. <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. Well, at least moisturize and masturbate. I mean, please. Right. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. That's fucking good. Oh, boy. And that was the and what's what's this? We're at uh, what twenty five minutes what? or we're so? 30. Oh, we're at thirty minutes. All right, it took thirty minutes for us to get the R rating. Yeah, exactly. Explicit Look, we, tag. We earn that explicit tag every fucking time. And Jackson, I think you had a bedtime activity as well. Yeah, as a different uh, one. A different one. Uh, as we go to bed, uh, go to our separate rooms. Uh, before I go to bed, I'll pull out the paired scrolls and see. Uh, 
to jot Addie a quick note first, um, but then I see that something's written there. You do. Dear Jackson. That's amazing. You can do magic now. You have to show me your, your magic when you get back. It's a little worrisome about the Darklings, though. I hope they weren't anything like the changelings we saw back at Guyworth. Those were nasty. Speaking of nasty things, I had a really nasty experience with some really gross, powerful beings. It had a human body and a squid for a head. Ugh. I got to Bulwark, and Counselor Leisa Bulwark didn't know what it was. But Magus Diamond said it might be something called a Mind Flare? She seemed worried. I don't think Counselor Leia knows I'm talking to you, or I'm sure she'd tell me to tell Mordecai, hey, say hi to him and Zephyr and Master B for me. I miss you something fierce. XO, XO, Eddie. P.S. Last time you wrote a D and nothing else, I freaked out and thought you got attacked while writing a letter. I had to check in with Master B more than once to make sure you were okay. Please don't scare me like that again. I turn to the Oops. <laughs> you gotta hate seeing those three little dots there. Okay. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Mordecai. Yeah? Your mom says hi. Oh, hey. Hi, mom. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, put the pieces together. We're good. Yeah. Also, you guys know anything about squid people? I can become one. Does that count? Maybe, actually. Am I a squid person? I don't I'm, know. Um, I'm gonna go. Out on, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say, if my mom doesn't know, Mordecai certainly doesn't. Correct. I'm not even gonna bother rolling. I mean, unless <laughs> yeah. the deep has shown me some dark secrets, I doubt it. No, that would be something you would have to specifically request from the deep, and uh, but the deep has not yet shown you such information. I go back in and uh, I do very quickly pull the scroll back out and just write, uh, Dear Addie, glad you're okay. Made it to Lee more soon. XOXO Jackson. Okay. The XOXO Addie and XOXO Jackson shirt is now available in the Ghostlight Media merch store. It's very fucking cute. God, I really do like that shirt a lot. It's really good. It I'm a little really upset good. about just how good it is, because it's, like, one of the more niche things from this show, but mm -hmm. it's so good. Yes. It's so good. And the handwriting is I know. spot ah. on. It's so good. It's perfect. I do design the shirts for, for, for Ghostlight. I'm the only one that has done that so far. And except for the stroke of genius that was, I think it was Christina that said, Hey, how about Ryan and I just do the signatures? Cause I was just going to do it in a scripty fonts and mm -hmm. her idea was way better. Yeah. It's killer. It's so good. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, smallest point of order. I reclaim my fist bites from Zephyr. Oh, yes. yes. Of course. And I do slightly alter my prepared spells. Okay. That is fine. You all go to sleep. Jackson, as usual, you wake well ahead of everybody else, and you sleep longer than you have in a little while, uh, just from the pretty tumultuous events of the day. Uh, but when you do wake up, the sun is uh, just starting to peek through. Can I? Uh, can I do something real quick? Of course. Can I climb onto the roof and just be on the roof and see Lee? Athletics check. Okay, that's strength, so 16. Okay. 
the roof is slick, but you are able to keep purchase well enough and dig your heels into the ice and break enough of it that you are able to get your way out of the window and up onto the roof. You get a decent vantage of it. It's not the tallest building around, uh, but you do get a, a good look about mostly wood and stone buildings for you know, a good distance around. The main point of interest from anywhere in the city, though, is the massive white marble tower in the center that marks where the holy city of Lee was first founded and where the holy temple itself is. Uh, the city is a theocracy through and through, and it is ruled by the four priests. And anywhere in the city, it is a constant reminder of who is in charge here. Uh, can we compare size-wise Lee to Bulwark? Like Comparable. Comparable? Population-wise, absolutely. It has a bit more of a geographic footprint just because it doesn't have the verticality of sure. Bulwark. It's got a Bulwark bigger sprawl is. than it does exactly. the, the height. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's significantly more farms and uh, small businesses outside of the actual main gates of the city. Um, and the, within the main gates, it is much more densely populated. It's Chicago, uh, not New York City. Yeah. The other thing you notice is that uh, as you get closer to the center of town, there are more. there's more plant life that is uh, evident as a part of the construction. Trees that seem to be uh, built into buildings. Uh, it looks like maybe at one point this was a forest and some of the trees were allowed to stick around. I just spend, you know, maybe like 20 minutes up there just taking in the city, taking in the world a little bit and having a moment of silence and peace before this all starts. You look down into the square where you were last night and it is, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, it's night and day. Uh, the square is dead and empty. The thick snowfall, there's probably a solid uh, two inches on the ground at this point, but on the ground it looks like it has been patched down flat by trampling feet. You can tell with without a shadow of a doubt, if anybody did follow you after last night's events, uh, they would have lost you as soon as you hit the square. Okay, so I feel pretty content and unconcerned. Okay. Yeah, you're about as safe as you can be. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll head back down and see mm-hmm. if the boys are up. All right. You can hear Mordecai sawing logs through his door. Mm-hmm. I get up at some point. I'll try to head downstairs and get breakfast and bring breakfast up for everyone. Sure. So I'm sure uh, we don't want to eat downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You uh, head downstairs. There is uh, a dwarf working in the kitchen uh, getting breakfast ready. You let her know your room number and your breakfast is, of course, comped uh, by Kyron. Thanks, Kyron. What a dude. We did yeah. show him the Fey Wild. That's fair. He was yeah. wild about the yeah. Fey Wild. Uh-huh. You walk back up, Jackson. Uh, there is a very burly looking mouse uh, that starts tailing <laughs> you back into the room now that you have food. <laughs> sure. Um, Come on, man. Stay focused. Uh, I. Uh, take a uh, small portion of my breakfast i'll take like a little uh i'll make them a little tiny platter of a little bit of fruit and you know maybe a tiny little piece of meat and then a nice big hunk Mm -hmm. of cheese not as big as the mouse but you know he's gonna sleep for like three days you have effectively cast charm animal on this tiny mouse (laughs) come on 
Uh, he had, the, the mouse has gone from being magically charmed to ride or die these fools. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hugo, cool. let's do this. Someone's Great. someone's gonna need to stop me from taking this mouse with us. I ain't stopping Dude, you from take doing the mouse. shit. That ain't my job. No. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. What? what? Did I never get you your plant dog? Uh, you think of this in the moment. Oh, crap. The Chia dog. And you run back into your room and you start inspecting your packs. And nestled in the bottom of one of your packs, wrapped in a blanket, is the Chia dog. Oh, good. Uh, I got it. I don't remember getting it, but, but I got it. Great. Okay. Within there is a note in an incredibly flowy script uh, that just says, I knew you would be worried, Gaia. Fuck yeah. Best patron ever. <laughs> Best patron ever. I just, I take a second and just pull up, uh, look at my left arm tattoo list and say, thanks, Gaia. <laughs> and I, and then I take a second and I look, make sure nobody's looking and I like, fist bump myself <laughs> does anyone else ever just want their tattoos back yes yeah oh good morning Saphir. uh I, I, i'm walking around sleeveless for a change because of my new clothes so i'm like yeah. my arms are so bare now you know we could just get tattoos we could just get you want to get tattoos guys you do you want to get tattoos? Oh, good morning. Mordecai! That's a lot yes, of time to talk. I have something for you. Okay. Okay. I go back, and I get the 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 Chia dog, and then I go to bring it out, and they go, wait, 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 wait. And I go back, and I rewrap it in the blanket, and I bring the blanket <laughs> out, and I hand, this is for you. This is a lot of the ceremony. Blanket. I, thank you. You're welcome. I, I will unwrap and it. You un- um, we have... We have friends yeah. like i've got gary and he's got rogar and right. it's it's not the same but and i've you got you a friend yeah well no <laughs> yes you do you do have us mordecai you have us man i drank a lot last night here <laughs> so i unwrap the blankets have a new friend what, what do i get what do i see it Chase? is a yeah uh it is a uh a chia pet for you know what from what we would know but you see a dog made out of uh a red brown ceramic that has ridges within it that you can tell are meant for like a bean sprout to latch on to <laughs> it's a it's a it's a plant weiler <laughs> i think okay i got it that's pretty good that's pretty good I mean, you can you can name it's him a bean, her bingle. <laughs> no, <Nope>. a bingle. <laughs> it's the best I can do. I'm tired. No, brain. that's pretty good too. Oh man, because I have this bag of fey seeds, but I was gonna give them to my mom. A cocker sprout goal. <laughs> that. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, I will just um, I don't have any like. All the seeds I have are hyper magical. <laughs> That's okay. I'm gonna need to go get some mundane seeds later. Like I have, because uh, I have the I have the bag of force seeds, <laughs> and then I have the fey seeds. Those are both very important. I'm gonna. Oh, 
This is great. Thank you, Jackson. Oh, my God. You're welcome. There's probably this seeds of plenty out here. We can find probably. some in the market. You could probably just walk outside and grab some. That is fair. All right. So uh, you all had a couple of different plans that you were kind of cooking up last night. Um, are you thinking Bingo. of trying to tackle them individually or as a group go and hit each one and see what you can find out together? I'm trying to think of what all these plans were. Shit, man, I don't know. I mean, I talked about go hitting up uh, Mick. Yep. I've got to go to a cop yeah. bar. So you had mercenary work, or guard work, rather, which you could do individually. You could do that as a group. You could go back to the fighting ring, either individually as a group. Um, mm-hmm. Zephyr, you had talked about maybe communing with the Deep to get some information initially about... Um, uh, whatever it was that Addie saw, but squid the squid people. folk. But you also think it's like if anybody knows about what's going on here, also could be the deep might not be a bad source of information of, for that. Oh, it's just the the deep doesn't say too much. So like, yeah. no, but you can still exactly. ask. I mean, yeah. In riddle, you have to ask in riddle to get a. Riddle answer? I don't know. It's like she speaks to me in, like, literal code. Correct. But it is something that you could do. You could ask Master B to help you interpret the code. I mean, I don't think Master B would... It, it, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, Or fucking tattoos. What's after. Master B's patron? Uh, Master B is the, uh, the sleeping seer. I think him asking for help is even a worse idea. You do have the drug bugs. We do have the drug we bugs. We do have a day. We do have a day. Oh, no. What if we were a day late <laughs> and coming down from whatever these... And I pulled the baggie of drugs out. Whatever these are. I've also I've also got a very flat beverage at this point and a bag of very destroyed <laughs> chips. So we're ready. I still have these things. I don't think they're great. I do want to know what spicy sweet chili tastes like, though. I say we put we, we put a put a pin in that and we come back to it. Um, yeah. And uh, yes, we we, we just go see the city. Yeah. Yeah. We could just go out and see what we can find out. And I want to go talk to Mick, and I have another idea that it's probably going to be a solo op. I think that it. Uh, as long as we don't go to the bad parts of town at night, we're probably fine. All right. I'd also imagine, given the uh, revelry last night, that uh, the authorities will be out in full force trying to fix it, clean it up. Gotcha. Well, push comes to shove. If if eight guys try to jump me, I'm just going to turn into a giant octopus. One tentacle for each dude. I'll be fine. That should work. Perhaps we stay away from that part of town. That sounds like a good idea. I don't know how I got there, so I don't know how to go back. That's fair. Uh, if we see a gallows, just get the, get the hell out of there. Yeah. Hopefully they've cleaned up the body by now. Um, also, cool. the sword was poisoned. Well, um, we all have our things, I guess, uh, break. Do we each want to take one person with us, just so we're not alone? That's not a bad idea. I mean, we could. All right, I'll take Johnny. Mordecai did the math real quick, and it's like, I get Kyron. <laughs> I could take Master B with me. Master B is very sleepy, 
and very tired. Um, but as soon as he smelled the food that Jackson brought in, he perked up from, he, he fell asleep at the desk. Uh, he perked up, turned around and like scooted his chair over to where the food was, pulled out a little vial from his belt pouch and just shook it on some eggs and started eating. Fucking savage. <laughs> Classic. Is that magic hangover salt? No, this is, uh, this is just hot sauce. I like, I like my own stuff that I found back home and I'm really glad that they don't make it, they didn't make it right down in, it's a blend from out in the middle of nowhere. What's it called? Real hot. (laughs) They don't name them well. Short, sweet, to the point, my kind of Mm -hmm. sauce. Apparently. All right. The Ages 3, The Decimators, talk longer to hammer out their plan of action. Zephyr, being skilled in the social arts, opts to take Master B to the Temple District at the verdant heart of Lee. Jackson, already being promised to some unknown guard duty, opts to go that alone, though he prefers his god's company. In the off chance that things go poorly, it's better to be safe than sorry. Mordecai, still exhilarated from the fight for the previous night, is eager to return to Mick at the Hood and the Fist to see what he has to offer. He will take Chiron with him. Some local knowledge is certainly not going to go amiss. The gentlemen talk as the early morning sun continues to fill the streets, shops, and homes of Lee. Time rolls on, and their presence will soon be expected. Zephyr, you walk out of the locked cask into the chill light of morning. You set out with a mission to go and find the ritzier side of town. You've been quite literally slumming it for the past 12 hours or so, and you want to see how the other side lives. You were informed very briefly that uh, there's no gates or anything blocking one part of the community from the other. You can pretty easily get around the city without being hassled or whatnot. Uh, So you make your way to where the wealth lives, and you were told pretty explicitly that the wealth lives close to the temple. The main temple of the Lords of the Forest is easy to find. There is a massive pillar of white marble shooting up from it. You and Master B are walking down your, you know, two dragon bros walking through the streets of this very foreign city. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to say to him? Uh, all right. Well, um, I believe our best sort of um, use of time is going to be, uh, I don't know, canvassing the area, get a feel for what the, the upper echelon is sort of thinking about what's going on. I think that might be useful. Agreed. Yes. We need to... Kind of put her finger on the pulse here, see exactly what's going on. Um, I, I would like to, I guess, defer to your better judgment with your, your the evidence dungeon you made. You seem to ha- be a little better at this. Um, any idea, I guess, where's the best place to start? Perhaps a, 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 a drinking establishment? I mean, that's certainly not a bad way to go. It's the day after candle nights, though. I imagine there might be some sort of festivity still going on. We can try and duck in there if you're feeling up for it, but I'm sure we could find a bar and somebody we could talk to there. Um, let, yeah, let us start at the, at, at the bar, um, and then sort of make our way out. I think we're going to fit in a little more if we have a drink in our hands anyway. Sounds, uh, sounds reasonable to me. Fantastic. Uh, 
Do uh, do you have uh, you don't have to have a change of clothes with you, do you? Uh, it's mostly just the robes. I've got some traveling gear, but that's about I'm it. I'm just saying, like, look look at me. I, I, I took the initiative, you know, try to blend in. Okay. I mean, weird flex, but fine. No, I don't I'm, have anything I'm just, fancy. I'm, look, I'm just uh, looking for an excuse to give you a makeover. That's all I'm saying uh, here. Okay. And he rolls his eyes. Roll me an insight check. Yay. I gotta get a Zephyr Master B shopping montage going. That's a 23. He really wants to. All right. Well, uh, got to have some upscaled boutiques in this side of town. Let's do it. All right. And, and we, we, we jump freeze frame and then some nice, like, pop music plays. The frame spins around and it lands oh, yeah. on you. Uh, are you going to somewhere new or are you going back to Bryce's? Bryce hooked me up. I do love Bryce. Mm-hmm. Bryce is real good. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, go to Bryce. Bryce, my, my boy. My boy, you brought me a new customer. Uh, yes. Excellent. Uh, uh, Bailey, uh, this is Bryce, and Bryce is going to, to hook you up here. Um, you don't happen to have, like, a, a curtained area where I can sit on one side and then Bailey can change and come out with different looks? What am I, some fucking chump? Of, of course you're not. Let's do this. <laughs> Uh, so you spend, let me take a look here. You spend about an hour flipping through outfits. In the end, uh, you both settle on a deer furred vest for him and, uh, some, some, some green breeches. Nice. And, uh, exactly. A ruffled shirt as well to kind of, you know, tie it all together. A really nice neutral, like, eggshell white to kind of tie it all together. Ooh, okay. I'm here for it. It's nice, but not overly fancy. There we go. T- towing the line. That is what I like to keep it. Eh? Well, I, I, it seems to make sense. We need to fit in with multiple people today, so. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. We'll have to come back to, for, uh, um, you know, stuff when we go to meet with everyone tomorrow, huh? Maybe. I think for that, we might want to dress in our bulwark best. Uh, I, I guess. Fine. Uh, but I, Sam, what is the damage here? Um, you got more gold or steel today? Uh, I mean, I only have gold. My friend wants some steel, but all, yeah, no. It's it, it's all right. Go ahead and call it fifteen gold. That sounds perfect. Beautiful. All right. Uh, yeah, I I, I I produce the gold. Yep. You pay the man, and oh, uh, the, what a good man! Just just the tops. What a man! What a man! What a man! What a man! A good dwarf. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's a very good. He's dwarf. He's a very good dwarf. Um, and the two of you, uh, set out into the chill morning air once again. Uh, He rushes back in and pays the man himself for a jacket to go over as well, uh, because it is a little chilly. Uh, It's a bit nippy out here. It's a a bit nippy. I'm rocking my my sleeveless thing, Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm sort of like, ooh, ah, chilly. Do you resist the temptation to run in as well? I do, I do. You have to maintain the aesthetic. As much as I want to keep throwing money at Bryce, (laughs) I I need to keep a little... The two of you head towards the central pillar. It's kind of like Cinderella's castle at Disneyland. No matter where you are in the city, you can always see this single monument drawing you in closer. And as you draw in closer yourselves, uh, you start to hear the uh, hustle and bustle of noise and music once more. Um, less 
chaotic than the previous night. Um, it sounds like a procession is going on. As you near, you do see a full-on parade with a band and people along the sides cheering, and some people are raising glasses. All right. Um, this should be interesting. Uh, you said we saw a bar or no? It's just the fest- the festivities. Yeah, the, the festivities is what you've seen. Um, a quick examination of the area is that there is a bar pretty close by, uh, called the Unstrung Bow. Ooh, that's a good name for a bar. Thank you. You go in. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. He- he- head in. Uh, take a seat at the bar. Roll me a perception check. Actually, what's your passive? My passive is only 14. Even a 14 will get you. The bar is shaped like a bow. It has this kind of like really wavy. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, wavy design to it. That's really uh, cool. Thank you. Uh, and you grab a seat at one of the points where it juts out and mm-hmm. a gnome kind of runs up and you can see on the over the bar there is like a little like track for the gnome to run on that is elevated so that they're eye level with everybody and this gnome uh comes on up to you what do you have uh what do you i i'm more of a wine guy master b i I don't think we've ever had the drink together uh what what do you enjoy i'm not terribly picky um i was raised in bulwark like you so i also do prefer my um a strong red Mm, do you have a, a strong red, my friend? I think I can whip something up for you. Yeah, uh, oh, let me see something. I would, I... And he hops down and vanishes from sight. He said, let me see something. I thought he was talking about, like, my ID. <laughs> I was like, give me a second. Don't <laughs> fucking hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boise. Okay. Uh, but he comes back a, a minute later with a bottle. And uh, at uh, you guys just going to split the bottle? Uh, yes. All right. Uh. Ten steel, if you got it. Uh, do you take gold, perchance? That bulwark stuff? Yeah, let me see it. Right, I put a piece down. He picks it up and he flips it over. Uh, one side has the mountain, the other side has uh, Graynor's head. Yeah, I'll take five of these. Oh, fantastic, yeah, I'll put, I'll put five down. <laughs> Kids will get a bigger kick out of it than the bottle of wine, that's for damn sure. And I'll get quite a kick out of the bottle of wine. Nah, that's the hopes. Everybody wins. Sorry, I need to mark this off on my character sheet. That's all right. (laughs) I mean my wallet. (laughs) Uh, So, this business going well with the uh, uh, candlelight celebrations? Yeah, not so bad. You know how it is. Uh, People dipping in and out be pretty empty until uh, things empty out over there. But uh, not what you got to do. Yeah, what what is over there? Oh, this is uh day after candle nights. Uh, uh, the high priests t- give a a joint sermon together day after. So that's actually y'all new here, then, right? Uh, if our gold gave yeah, us, a little bit us away, a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, we uh, just got into town. Yes. All right. Well, welcome to Lee. Uh, thank you. Been seeing a bit Beautiful. more of your kind over this way these days, but uh, yeah. Now the uh the high priests will be doing. Some kind of sermon. I've never been really the religious type, but uh, they'll be doing that for the next couple hours. And then when things let out, it's going to become chaos here. So, Oh, boy. So well, thanks for uh, coming in the slow part of the day. Absolutely. Uh, good luck to you later. Um, well, if may I ask, uh, I, as a, a newcomer to a season, the Lee Pro, I guess. I don't know where I'm going with this. I've heard of... Things are a little tense around this 
way. Uh, is there anything that we should be on the lookout for? I mean, it's hard to say. Yes, there is, but you really can't look out for it. That's kind of the problem. I'm sure you've got the gist of it. You know, you've got effectively the merchants on one side and you've got the priests on the other. The problem is that they both want the same thing, and that's to have the lion's share say of what happens in the city and here in uh, the world, the wilds at large. And not a whole lot of control can be exerted over the uh, smaller cities, but if you control Lee, you control the supply lines, and that ain't nothing. They don't seem willing to compromise at all. Neither side seems to be uh, under the impression that they need to. And frankly, I can understand why. The priests have the power. They are the sole voices of the lords of the forest here. And uh, they have in the past uh, shown the power to be able to wield their, uh, well, uh, wield their will as they see fit. They don't often get into a fight, but when they do, there's been some pretty rough stories. Okay. Um, that being said, uh, and on top, well, on top of that, they have the guard, and the guard is incredibly well trained and uh, has been uh, constantly tested against, well, folk from your side of things. Yep. Uh, don't have much to say about that. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> I ain't mad. I never. I have never left this city for many reasons. It's not great out there. No. I'll tell you that, my friend. I didn't catch your name. Um, oh, yeah. Benicio. Fantastic. Hello. Well, it's good to meet you. I am Bronzic Meldehue. It's, um. Alrighty, Bronze. And you, sir? Um. Call me, uh. Um. Bill, come on. You're. I know that you're embarrassed of your name, but. <sighs> it is my. A great shame that I was taken as a child and they named me Bill Donahue. Uh, Bill hates his name. That's why I call him Master B, you see. Mm. Well, bronze, Bill, pleasure. Well, um, we, uh, I think, are going to go uh, take a, a look around uh, uh, and enjoy some of the celebrations. But um, good luck with the, the wave of patrons you're sure to have in a bit here. And um, well, Fair enough. Oh, and actually the thing that I was going to tell you to keep an eye out for. Yes, yes, yes. So the, the high priests think they've got that power. However, the merchants have the power of the actual people here. They can somehow seem to conjure up mass swaths of folks in almost out of nowhere. It's really impressive. They are incredibly well coordinated, considering that it's just folk. It's, you know, your neighbors, your friends. They just seem to appear out of nowhere, do a bunch of damage, and then they're gone. That's how these scuffs always start up. That's how, well, that's how the old casting master got murked. Well, you know, if you can get people to relate to whatever cause you're trying to feed them. Uh, and they'll eat it right up. Eat, they eat it right up, yes. Hmm. Well, um, thank you. I would be sure to keep an eye out while we're in the sea of people out there. Um, yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll put another two gold down for his help and his information. You grab your half-finished bottle of wine and head out back into the square. It is a, it's a pretty nice day. 
all things considered. Uh, still a little chilly, but about an hour or so has passed. It's about 10 o'clock. You can see the parade it seems to be reaching kind of an apex. There's a big litter that you can see with some guards. Their plumage is just bobbing up and down over the parade line itself. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think I want to... Um... Just sort of you know, move through the crowds okay. um, and just sort of listen to what people have to say. You know, both the people, uh, if you know, there are people like guards standing by that are having conversations, just trying to soak in what I can. Absolutely. And get this sort of district's take on. Definitely. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okie dokie. Ooh, that's very good. 18 plus 4 is 22. Rat. Um, and how long do you want to do that for? I mean, at least spend, like, a little over an hour. Okay. Um, I mean, you've said the parade's happening, sort of just walking um, counter the, the route. Okay. Um, Perfect. So, as you see um, the parade, you motion to Master B, and uh, the two of you take the route. And just like you said, you're going in reverse. Um, so immediately the first thing that you see is what all of these guards are guarding. It is a very finely dressed Aarakocra. Ooh. Have, we, have I ever seen an Aarakocra before? Uh, you definitely would have seen some. They're, they are rare, rarer even than t- like tabaxis or dragonborn on the peninsula, but not entirely unheard of. But this is a... Um, Normally, the Aarakocra back at home uh, tend to be of a couple of different heritages, um, mostly eagle or falcon. Uh, this one is very exotic looking. This one looks like a, it's got a shoebill, like a big shoebill oh. bird. And cool. he's got very broad shoulders and he um, has his chest puffed out all the way. And you gather from people talking is that this is the Archbishop of Storms, uh, Turbedo. Um, uh, the Storms is um, which Force Lord? It's Linso, Lord of Storms, and the Archbishop of Storms is Turbedo. And you pick that up pretty readily from casual conversation as you're walking counter to the parade itself. Awesome. You do draw a little bit of attention to yourself as you are just flagrantly, like, not ignoring the parade, but you are definitely, uh, you impede a couple of people as you're moving on through. It's not a huge deal, but uh, you do know that you are um, kind of stopping some people and causing, not a ruckus, but, you know, um, an imposition, even if only for a moment. Um, But you move through pretty readily. Um, Every so often you stop and listen for a while. Um, Folks seem to revere Turbetto. Um, Maybe not out of love, but out of fear. He is uh, known to be pretty ruthless, uh, certainly more ruthless than his fellows. Um, he is uh, the first one that will jump in to, uh, if something were to happen, people believe that he would actually be on the front lines fighting with the uh, Holy Army if he knew something was actually going down. He, in the past, has shown uh, incredible prowess with both magic and uh, hand-to-hand combat. All right. It's rad as hell. Mm-hmm. Badass bird guy? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. 
you see that they are making their way towards the temple itself, and people are walking past you following the parade route going to the temple. Um, with a 22, uh, you can also see off to the side there is another parade going on, seeming to lead to the same place. Pretty easy to put two and two together. This is probably another one of the Forest Lords. They all like sort of get their own processional yes. kind of simultaneous thing. processions gotcha. coming from different parts of the city. Man, I fuck, I want my own parade. <laughs> Shit. You're, you're uh, literally getting one tomorrow. We are? I mean, probably. You might be. You're being welcomed as, you know, diplomats from a far off land. Oh, and that's you fair. did kill the king. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're, that's fair. Rad. All right, cool. So, um,. Yeah, no, I mean, I spent a little more time walking around, um, trying to hear any, uh, uh, I guess if the higher ups are even talking about the discrepancy, well, not the discrepancy, but the, the sort of feud between sure. the guilds and them. Cause honestly, like, I feel like a lot of that, it wouldn't even affect people of sort of the higher class and. We'll continue to let the, that 22 stand. Cause you're still, look, you were, look, you did mention that, uh, you see that the guards in the area do seem on alert. Um, the handful of times that people do give you a side eye for actually like impeding movement, people are like, it's guards that are looking you up and down. They don't judge you as a threat. You've got a weird hand thing on, but like fucking everybody's got weird hand things on out here. It's part of the fashion. Lots of gloves. Hey. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's cold out. Sure, I don't have sleeves on, but I got one gauntlet. <laughs> it's keeping me toasty. You slip them pretty easily, uh, but they are definitely keeping a closer eye out than you think they might be normally. Ha even though it was not one of their own that passed in the attack, the fact is that a ranking noble person within the city has died in these fights. People are skittish, and they don't want that to happen on their side, too. The actual rank-and-file individual here, at the very least, they seem pretty on board with the uh, with the Forest Lords. You can put together pretty easily that this might not be the most um, wide-open poll of individuals that you could find. Uh, yeah. If, you know... If you go to a presidential rally, most of the people there are going to be on board with that president. This is very fair. Yes. So, um, but you're, you're seeing a pretty decent crowd. Like people are here and, uh, they're turning out in spades for these folks. I wonder what happens when they get to the temple. Shall we find out? Seems like a reasonable thing to do. All right. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll scoot over a couple streets sure. and like follow the the next archbishop's processional the other direction. Okay, sure. Go ahead and give me one more perception check. Uh, it's only a fifteen. Eleven okay. plus four. All right. Fortunately, uh, Master B rolled a bit higher than you, so he cool. is able to direct your eyes to this archbishop. Um, this is um Archbishop Messis. They are an elf. It is a female elf. She stands very intimidating, kind of her shoulders set, looking forward. Uh, you're a bit behind her, which is why it was hard for you to kind of pick her out. But uh, the guards around her are keeping a particularly uh, close watch. You don't really pick out much about her personality from the people around talking. Mm -hmm. um, 
this processional seems a little bit more subdued than the last. Um, either way, it takes you only a couple of minutes before you reach the main temple of Lee, the Hall of Open Secrets. And if you check your Facebook Messenger, you will see a little map. I do love little maps. Um, I'm actually just going to pull that up. I'm a fizzone. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so there is a wall. I would say a low wall, but it's still probably a solid like 15, 20 feet high um, encircling mm. the actual temple itself. And there are entrances at the north, south, east, and west. You are entering the eastern entrance uh, with your current procession. Do you try and get a front row seat or take something a little bit further towards the back? Um, sort of, yeah, no, um, I would probably try and sit in, like, the third rung out from the center, um, in sort of that bottom, bottom right quadrant of, like, your little rectangle you built there. So you grab yourself a seat. Sliding in next to you is, uh, because this place is packed, and it is loud. It is cacophonous in here. Um, you grab yourself a seat. And uh, sliding in the uh, seat next to you is a half-elf. Um, and they get themselves situated and are looking forward eagerly. They don't seem phased at all by the noise, but it is distractingly loud in here. The acoustics are very strange. You haven't, there's nothing quite like it that you've experienced. Everybody looks towards the center as you see the other two archbishops of the forest enter in. You see the archbishop of the pack, uh, who is a shifter, and another elf, who that only leaves the archbishop of the tangle. Um, you notice something else kind of interesting. Uh, standing at the side of uh, the bishop of the tangle, in a garb that mirrors theirs, at least in color, there stands a halfling as well. Gotcha. Um, did you have a, a, a name for the one of the pack? You, you can't really get one. Uh, do you ask the person next to you? Um, no. No. Uh, oh God. What do I want to do here? Because it is, it is too loud and there's too much going on. Ooh, I know what I'll do. I am going to on the, the half-elf next to me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to cast um, Detect Thoughts uh-huh. um, and just do base level. Okay. To just kind of get the, you know, it's like, oh, look, it's bada bada. Oh, look, it's bada bada. Okay. Because uh, you... um, that way she won't know I'm, I'm in her brain. Uh, how long does that last? Uh, detect thoughts lasts for one minute, I believe. Okay. Uh, let me do a quick roll. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Um, yeah. As uh, So you cast this on them. And uh, you you hear them go down the list. Um, you have uh, Turbedo, the you know Archbishops of Storms, Messis, the Bishop of Reaping, uh, Grex, the Bishop of the Pack, and Ligo, the Bishop of the Tangle. And uh, they even make note that standing next to Ligo, the halfling's name is Agus, and they are known as the Speaker for the Tangle. Um, and what was the tangle was a uh, an elf. Um, um, uh, as everything you know begins to settle down, and uh, the noise eventually does drift into silence as uh, torches are lit on either side of the central platform of the temple itself. The 
bishops start to talk and they deliver, for lack of a better term, a sermon. Today's sermon is about forgiveness and they all take turns. Messus the elf strides over in a quiet confidence. It is known to us that we must forgive those who trespass against us. The Bishop of Storms, that shoe-billed Aarakocra, straightens his back and walks forward. We must forgive those who would hurt us and welcome them into our homes as the storm demands. The Shifter, the Archbishop of the Pack, strides forward. It would be unkind, unworthy of us, We could not call ourselves true followers of those who would lead us through the darkness of the forest if we would turn those who wish to talk of peace away. The Bishop of the Tangle comes forward, but rather than speaking, she begins to gesture. And as she gestures, the one known as the Speaker looks up at her and then looks out to everybody else. And it is known that should we not... Should we repel those who would trespass against us away? We will be lost. We will find ourselves amongst the darkest heart of the autumnal line. We shall perish as those who are foolhardy perish. We cannot do this, and so we will open our homes to those who would hurt us, and we hope you will open your homes to those who would do harm to you. Now please join us in prayer. And everybody crosses their hands over their chest, nods their head down, and begins to pray. Go ahead and roll me roll me a deception check real quick. Okay. <laughs> Nat 20 plus 12. Without thinking, without a moment's notice, you elbow Master B and you cross your arms and you nod your head down. Um, mm-hmm. This is the rare time that being Mordecai might have actually benefited you, but you didn't need it. You caught on immediately exactly yeah. what the motions were for this. Um, it is strange. This is not like any kind of church service that you have been to. Um, it was a lot of kneeling uh, back for the guides um, and a lot of like on the road battle cries. This seems much more reverent than what you're used mm-hmm. to. <sighs> All right. Damn. That's cool. So yeah, no, keep my head down. Yeah, I just I'm patient and just let everything finish. Um and uh yeah, I kinda wait until I hear like the creaking of seats like as people sort of settle back up to yep. break mine. People settle back down into the seats itself. Uh you can tell that uh something interesting about this place is that it doesn't seem like the uh, bishops are doing much projecting. Uh it seems like sound carries very, very well in here. Um, oh. so even the slightest murmur from, you know, somebody on the other side is caught up in, uh, in the acoustics here. Ooh, cool. The so hall- keeping it real quiet. The hall of open secrets. The service goes on for probably another 20, 30 minutes or so as, uh, each of the archbishop stands up and tells a, um, uh, a parable from their own very specific holy books, um, 
you know, imparting their their knowledge and wisdom to those around. Uh, this is a pretty full joint too. You've probably got about five hundred folks in here at once, so it's a it's a tight squeeze. And just as it's starting to get a little bit ripe in there, is when the archbishops uh, release everybody back into the world. Um, everybody stands up, and that cacophony that once filled the room fills the room again. Awesome. Yeah, I try to quickly get outside so I can hear the sort of uh, post-church uh, chit-chat. Mm-hmm. Um, make me a dexterity saving throw. So five? It takes a minute. You are in the middle of everybody, and you don't feel so bold that you want to, like, hop the seats. Yeah. Um. So it, it, it takes, like, you, you're not getting trampled or anything, but it takes a solid, like, five ten minutes to get out and a lot of it's just like standing there tapping your toe and you can't hear a dang thing and you look down at the podium and of course they're gone they've vanished who knows where they got to go um magic or something whisked them away or if they got I'm secret stick there were, while martha and don talk about how beautiful the sermon was that's Honestly, and that's what you're getting. You're getting a lot of folks, um, mostly like what little you are able to get is like, oh, it was really nice. Yeah, I guess they must be coming for a peace treaty. That's good. That's good. Let's get this all put behind us. Uh, every so often you, you can catch a glimpse of somebody maybe looking a little grumpy about how they put things and what things were said. Not everybody wants the peace and certainly not, they don't want to have this peace treaty here. It is the way of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you yeah. find yourself back out in now the, uh, in that grassy area outside of the temple. The noise is much, much quieter out here as it can actually disperse into the air. Uh, snow covers the grass, although it is, uh, very obvious where people have been walking. It's kind of muddy and gross there. Ain't, ain't no yeah. amount of god power that can stop the power of slush. I mean, it's also, yeah, winter time, so, like, everything's wet and gross and yucky, bro. Mad yucky, bro. It's been a few hours now. It's uh, it's getting about noon. Uh, you can see the unstrung bow uh, is already getting uh, a f- quite a few customers heading over there. Fantastic. Uh, Master B, um... I mean, is there anything else that you think that we should check out? Uh, Nothing specific. I don't like that building. How so? It's... I honestly have no reason. It just gives me a bad vibe. And I know that's not helpful or good, but it is the case. I just... Something about it is wrong. I don't know what it is. Well, we can, um, I guess, dig a little deeper if you'd like. Um, It would be nice to... um, I mean, I doubt it, but... Maybe there is some sort of shrine to the deep around here. That'll be all well and good for you. Maybe I could find something to the seer. It's not likely, but I could take a peek. Yeah, no, we can uh, see what there is to see and reconvene. All right, let's um split up, meet back up at uh, about two o'clock. Let's meet at the cask. Sounds good. All right. Hands in. Break. Break, <laughs> yeah. Be safe. You too. So you take off to look for a temple to the deep. How do you locate one of those? I mean, before, like, I knew where they were. Well, at least, the, the like, the one in Bulwark, like, I knew how to find it. In Lorada, like, I kind of had an inkling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like it kind of involves like using my my new gauntlet as sort of like a dousing rod mm-hmm. of just sort of like you know turning the the dials and and cogs and rings and sure trying to find the right sort of I've got it I've got you don't worry so cool. you pull out your tome cool this has always been your like go to initial dowsing rod um yeah. because the when you want to commune with the deep the deep typically lets you with that uh is able to draw like you open to that page because there's that page in there and you yeah. open it up and you can see a um a landscape of a very specific alleyway it takes you a couple of minutes but you are able to find it pretty readily cool. um once you do that you your gauntlet hand comes out and you start to douse with it what object is tied to the actual shrine here um, well, if, if you want to get like weird, cause before like the wall, like I've mm-hmm. had like walls open yeah. up and a bunch of other shit. Like I have like this weird idea of like, there's like a puddle on the ground and I sort of slurp through it. I love it. Absolutely. That is exactly what happens. You, you are walking, you're walking, you've got your gauntlet out in front of you and then it weirdly like, but in its weird, not metal metal state, pulses around your hand and uh when you your hand hovers over the puddle itself uh you know this is it and you're not exactly sure how it's going to work do you, do you attentively go or do you just like jump right in i think I, I like i put the gauntlet like into it first yep and it phases right through cool and then i yeah, i just sort of follow the arm through and absolutely um and you on in all you see is blue, which is mm-hmm. pretty common. And as you descend, you are falling and not falling at the same time. And it is for both forever and for only a moment. And then you touch down on ground that was nowhere near you mere seconds ago. Um, it is bright, iridescent green as a grid stretches out from you in all directions surrounding you there are sculptures it seems like but sculptures in incredibly vivid detail some of them are houses some of them are people there is a giant marble bust of a man's head looking off into the distance beyond the horizon line you can see something akin to a sun um glowing with a bright blue light oh i don't never get used to this um hello And as you're looking around, you turn, and there behind you is the T-posing young girl standing there silently. Above her head, there is a box, essentially. And it just says in the box, query, flashing, with a question mark, query. Do you have the query, or do you want me to have a query? You. Oh, okay, um... I guess uh, I'm looking for some guidance. I don't... We have a sort of important day tomorrow, and um, I'm not really sure the best way to go about it. Roll me a D100 for concordance. Whoa. 76. Okay. That is sufficient. As you ask this above its head, it just pops up the word help. 
and it disappears, and everything seems to flash and move around you, but wind does not touch you at all. You are looking at a model of the Temple of Open Secrets. And uh, so you're looking at this building that you were just in, but in minute scale. And you know, you pulled pretty high on that, actually, because I was giving you a healthy bonus as well on my end. So yes. to assist in explaining this, the now familiar face of your father and the rest of his form emerges from the ether. Hello, son. Hello. Are you... Have you, like, been given a job as, like, the Deep's official, like, speaker or something? Only to you. I mean, like, I'm fine with that, like, you know. The like, Deep. Yeah, okay. When we are with the Deep, the Deep holds on to us even after we are gone. Forever. It is difficult for the Deep to talk as we do. It has asked me to be a liaison. I mean, like, I'm fine with that. I thought you, know, that you sounds, might be. That, that, that sounds great because, like, I, 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 I your, your worshipfulness, like, you, you're wonderful, but it sort of, I think someone, something gets sort of lost in translation here. There's a lot that goes into truly understanding its meaning. But honestly, even this is giving me difficulty. And he kind of grabs this small model and, you know, one hand on top, another hand on the bottom and stretches it. So it goes from being about the size of your chest to the size of you. And he um, kind of outlines it. So this up top here, this all right here, this is the uh, holy chambers of the archbishops. This is effectively nothing. A grand show of power and nothing more. A show of power of a time gone by, I should add. Because the other rumor that's been going around is quite true. The lords of the forest and the archbishops of the forest are losing their power. Oh. This is a fact. Okay. okay. About nine months ago. And he grabs the model and brings it up even further. And you can see there is an elaborate basement beneath. About nine months ago, the great power was suddenly felt here. And he points to a room at the very bottom of the temple. And it pulses with a greenish-yellow light. Something happened in here. I don't know what this room is. The Deep doesn't know what this room is. But something was felt here. Something was felt here so powerfully that we were able to get a this entire map from that one pulse. And is that what you believe to be the start of the Lords in losing their power? Or? or the only thing that they're holding on to. And so perhaps that is a source? Perhaps. But the tenor of their magic has changed, and they have been much less showy about what they do in public ever since. Hmm. I, it's not much to go on, but it is a fact that they are losing their power. That is either very powerful information for you to have or an incredible liability. But for whatever reason, our patron believes it is important that you know this. Alright, give me a moment. Making de detailed notes. Okay. So, does the deep... This is obviously a big power move to use this. Um, who all knows about this? Just 
We're not sure. We haven't even shared this information with uh, those who follow the deep here. Because it might be a liability. Are there many that, that follow the deep here? A few. It has grown slightly in the past year or so. As more folks have been crossing the borders from one side to the other. This is fair. There's a handful, and there's even a handful of very old elves that keep the old traditions here in town uh, from before the wall went up. We're here more on a mission of peace than I think anything else, but perhaps investigating this for the for the archbishops and the lords in trying to figure out what is the cause might um, be a bargaining chip. If we can give them aid in this, then perhaps it will um, give us a significant foothold. Perhaps. They would be incredibly suspicious of how you came upon this knowledge. We keep our locations secret for a reason. We do not want them tromping through our temples and our shrines. We operate in the shadows. We always have. Even before the war and the walls... The history of those who follow the deep is one of those who work in the shadows. If they know, and there's something wrong, they could see you as a threat. You've already destroyed one incredibly powerful ruling institution. For all they know, you'd be willing to do another. At the end of the day, this is your show. And as much as I would love to have you here more often... I don't want you dead. I guess. Um, that 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 was a lot more than I was expecting. So, uh, thank you. And I'll bow. To the <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a lot to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be best to probably tell uh, Mordecai and Jackson about this mm-hmm. um, and have them sort of weigh in. Um, whew, okay. It's a lot. It, it, yep. Definitely. I was, was more, I guess, like seeing, I originally came here like, hey, could I help, uh, get up writing a powerful speech to move the masses, but, um. Does, he leans in very closely. Does the deep really seem like that kind of an individual to you? No, no, not really. Um. Okay. This is like a, you know, a- ask for a quill, get a bowl of soup sort of situation. Um. I mean, I can get you a quill, and he's holding a quill. No, I mean, like, I've got quills. Okay. Like, it, it, I, I think it was like, a, I asked, like, I was here looking for one thing, and I got something a, a lot more useful and a lot more um, dangerous. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's the start. All right, son. Be careful. Okay. And as you let out that sigh of okay, the world seems to rush around you and you are ejected. Do a little bunny hop back up onto the, uh, onto the ground there. Superhero landing. Oh. Huh. Okay. All right. What time is it? Um, I don't know. I don't care how watch. What the fuck? <laughs> you look up a bit past noon. Hard to say. All right. Uh, uh yeah. Now I'll start. Uh, we're just walking back okay. towards um, to the, cask. the cask. All right. Yeah. You make your way back to the cask. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com. 
on Twitter at AnotherPathPod and our network at GhostlightMedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can also find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht Griffin at Griffcold and Zach at that guy, Zach Robb. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember to always be ready for a bowl of soup when you ask for a quill. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.